Did you want to, do you want me to go push record on your phone? No, I just did. Oh. Wow. Technology. <laughs> You're the fancy younger tech kid. I don't have an Apple Watch. And I always forget that you use that. <laughs> am I like one of the few that you know that has an Apple Watch that actually uses some that of the Actually, yeah. It, I feel like like my friend, he's gonna know who I'm who I'm who he is when I start talking about him. But he has a Apple Watch Ultra, which is like the fancy yeah. Apple Watch, right? The big one. Yeah, and uh, I feel like he just uses it for basic stuff, so <laughs> like time. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, time. I bought setting my, timers. Yeah, I did a trade out with my buddy Dwayne for his old one, and it was my first Apple Watch, and I was. Asking him one day uh, later after we made the trade, how do you do such and such? He goes, I don't know. I just looked at it for time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he says, you already use it. You're you're looking at an app, so you already are using it way more than I ever did. He said. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wear regular watches, but I honestly feel like an Apple Watch and iPhones and things like that, it's way easier to use those than it is to even reset your time on a regular watch because i i yeah. have to lo- i literally have to go to google and say how do i <laughs> change the time on this g-shock watch <laughs> and you have to push like I, five different buttons i kind of feel cheated because i've been a watch guy my whole life always worn one since maybe middle school and am always excited when one starts to wear out Right. And it's time to shop for a new watch. And yeah. then I make a big deal out of it. You know, I right. scour, you know, the world for the most perfect watch. And now that I've got the world's perfect watch, I'm cheated out of that right. fun of ever getting a new watch. Yeah, the experience of <laughs> yeah. buying a new watch. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I should see. Yeah, I, uh, we are recording. So, oh, well. yeah, we can do an intro or we can just keep going the way we're going. What do you want to do? Um, do you want me to play the intro music? Yeah, I can't remember what it sounds like. Yeah, we actually, I can play, like, all these buttons for you that were preloaded when I <laughs> when this came in the mail. It's kind of fun. This is the intro music. You're listening to yeah. the Campfire Chronicles. <laughs> Very loud, probably yeah. blasted out. Yeah, everybody's eardrums like Monster Truck Campfire yeah. Chronicles edition. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's funny though. Sorry, everybody, if your uh, eardrums just got blown out. <laughs> <laughs> We're new at this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. But yeah. Um, we haven't even talked. Like, did you like? Do you actually want to do like an intro? And this is a part of the podcast. We're just <laughs> <laughs> well, just for fun. I wrote something up yeah. just because some of the podcasts that I listen to do have one. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So let's we can make the let the the viewers decide or <laughs> listeners decide. So we're gonna take one on the Campfire Chronicles podcast intro. Take it away, Todd. This is the Campfire Chronicles podcast. <laughs> Did you blank? I think I, I, think, I think I nailed it. Yeah, but. that was great. I I thought you were. I got three texts on the way here uh, with three different intros, and that wasn't any of them. <laughs> I was. 
<laughs> so you you want me to do one of those? Oh well, we can. I just okay. I if you're actually watching this okay. podcast, you're gonna see me look at Todd <laughs> with a blank face, saying, "Like, uh, what's next?" Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's let's try this it again. This is um, the Campfire Chronicles podcast intro test two. This is the Campfire Chronicles, where no subject is out of season and everything is fair game. I'm Todd Craighead. And I'm Smokey Solis. So pull up an Adirondack chair and put a couple marshmallows on the stick and get ready to enjoy some reminiscing of stories long since past and new adventures yet to come. See, that is solid. I'm ready to roast some marshmallows at this point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if this really takes off, I'm going to need a lot more firewood. Right. Can we get a firewood sponsor <laughs> as soon as possible, <laughs> please? And like a charcoal lighter sponsor because yeah. I'm not that. Uh, right. It's been a long time since I was a Boy Scout. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we know a couple of Boy Scouts. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to talk about Yeah. <laughs> um, that's for another episode. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it, it'd be okay to give a little intro to why we're starting this. Well, you know, when you first kind of mentioned this, it it was exciting and it kind of appealed to me um, because it was something that I have thought of on, you know, just independently on my own too. But it, it is kind of a, an interesting dynamic when you think about the two of us. We are the consummate odd couple. <laughs> yeah. I am, I'm the, I'm the, Seasons, gray-haired, balding, you know, short. veteran, short, you look weird. Uh, unstable, <laughs> uh, not not mentally, but physically right. unstable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reaching guy. mentally unstable. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But, uh, and, and then, you know, that I've hunted for, I, well, when it comes to, yeah, I've hunted for 40 years. Dang. That's like 15 longer than before you were even born. Or 13. I'm really bad at math. How old are you? 28. Okay. So 12 years before right. you were born. Yep. So, <laughs> I mean. That's why I'm a graphic designer, yeah. not like a scientist or something. <laughs> a banker. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, so I mean, so there's, that's the one side of this dynamic is, mm-hmm. is the old guy. And I fit that mold pr- and I, I'm proud of it, you know, right. but that's, that's where I'm coming to this from. And you started working in my same office three years ago? Yeah, actually, you know, it's funny. Oh, what? Three years today. Really? Yeah, this is my third year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. It's been great knowing you. (laughs) (laughs) So so three years today, to this day, we started working together. And, you know, we're we're not polar opposites by any means, but you definitely are on the another end of the spectrum for me right uh you know physically you tower above me you're half my age um and you're what i kind of like to call an adult onset hunter uh you didn't grow up just immersed in the hunting culture from a really young age Mm -hmm. and so you're coming to this lifestyle and and it is more than just a hobby you know as an adult and that's very different from my perspective. So we're mm-hmm. bringing things to the table that are very different. Right. The dynamic is pretty 
pretty dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, and it's interesting because at, at a young age, when uh, my mom moved me to Colorado from California, you know, I had the experience of seeing a deer get shot and I was traumatized because mm. I wasn't ready. Nobody explained it to me. My mom was like, here well, we this go. is about to happen <laughs> and uh, it's going to happen right here in front of our house. Oh. So, um, and we live in the middle of nowhere, Colorado yeah. in the mountains. So um, when that happened, you know, they had to, they had to hit, hit the deer twice, and oh. the second time was when we walked up to it. Oh. So I wasn't ready for yeah. that. So I, when, as a child, not understanding that, not being around any of that culture or anything like that, I didn't understand. Um, so, but as I got older, I was always around animals. You know, growing up where I grew up, it was very common, and I took this for granted, like very common to see herds of elk almost every single day mm. in the fields. Yeah, yeah, I had that same experience <laughs> in the middle of Oklahoma. Right, so exactly. I can yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> the the things that people want to see in Oklahoma, I grew up with like every yeah. single morning. Yeah, elk, mm. pronghorn, you know, mule deer. Um, so mountains. Yeah, mountains, snow. <laughs> Snow. Not, not ice. Oh, I remember yeah. snow. Yeah. 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 It's been <laughs> in the hundreds here for like five weeks, I feel like. Um, but it is interesting because I began working and um, for the department and I just kind of knew that I wanted to get in that experience and I wanted to become more of a hunter. And um, luckily I did get to start hunting you know, a, f- a few times in uh, my freshman year of college with my cousin, who is, I, I still do consider him a mentor in hunting, and he's uh, very, very good. I just don't get to spend a lot of time with him. But he was the first person to take me actually hunting, and I was kind of spoiled. Definitely spoiled <laughs> going duck hunting in the flooded timbers of Arkansas, you know. Oh, man. Like, it was an experience that I'll never, ever, ever forget. But, um, yeah. you know, when I have the opportunity to go and hunt with Todd Craighead, who I didn't know, you know, at the time how famous Todd Craighead really is in Oklahoma. But <laughs> that doesn't really matter, but um, people are jealous. <laughs> it depends on where I'm at. Bass Pro, right. you know, I'm the oh most popular gosh. guy there, you know, but at the dentist yeah. office, they don't know right. me at Yeah, all. exactly. I, no, I swear you told me that one of your, like, dental techs um, talks to you about hunting. She does now because, yeah. you know, because she asked, you. oh, what do yeah. you do? And I told her, and yeah. then, okay. <laughs> but she didn't know me ahead of time. Okay. That's, yeah. Well, I just want to <laughs> let everybody know that almost every time I'm out in the public with Todd, he gets recognized. <laughs> and thankfully, I got some free donuts out of it the other days. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did get free donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the passenger seat, yeah. and we are in the drive through window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And after she originally took our order and then she came, another lady came mm-hmm. back to the window yeah. and says, um, are you that yeah. well, guy? She, she started with, do y'all like to fish? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a random question. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like who doesn't? You know? Right. <laughs> well, duh. Yeah. Of course we like to fish, lady. <laughs> do you have fish donuts? Where right. is this yeah, going? Where is this going? <laughs> well, yeah. Then she said, oh, are you that guy from outdoor Oklahoma? I was like, yep, that's Todd Craighead. And she's like, oh, I don't watch you. Oh, my husband does. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, okay. That's awesome. But it paid off. We got two free donuts. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, 
um, as I was going, we kind of got off track there. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it is interesting because we've be- become, I consider you one of my hunting mentors and honestly my closest hunting mentor. And I feel like you've taken that role on and I really do appreciate that. Um, and there's like so much to learn. Like I feel like sometimes I text you too many <laughs> questions <laughs> and uh, I'm like, well, he kind of signed himself up for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that uh, you'll you'll be at this point i have no doubt uh, and you may already be the at this point in other aspects of your life but um there is there is a special privilege to be able to be that person that someone goes to for for information or advice right. and uh you know uh, yeah as a parent you experience that obviously but there's you know, it's almost like the kid has to because they're your kid. They have right. to ask you. But right. but when it's genuine and um, the person knows that they can trust not to be made fun of because it's, you know, what they think is a dumb question or something. When, when they can trust someone to give them a solid answer and not judge them, then uh, that's a privilege like no other. Right. And so, I, I mean, it's a... It's not a burden at all. It's it's a it's an honor and a privilege to get to be that for someone. Mm-hmm. And and the way that started out for us is we were on a road trip uh, to uh, on a video shoot. Yeah, oh, I think it was my first uh, road trip. Yeah, yeah. It I was. Think we were going to Sequoia. Um. No. No. Spavinaw. No, Spavinaw. Yeah, WMA. Yep. And Northeast Oklahoma, which was beautiful. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of home. Yeah. Uh, and I remember on that trip, you just started kind of asking a few questions and, you know, I just had a captive audience and kind of have a problem about talking, getting wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so we just started talking about it and you were asking basic questions about deer season, the deer hunting and how to go about it. You'd never been in Oklahoma. You'd never been, uh, and let alone, now you're in a state that you don't have any connections in, you know, for, for hunting. And, man, it just it just clicked. And I remember saying, well, dang, I got a place. I mean, let's just do it. Yeah. And lo and behold, it took us two years. Yeah, two years <laughs> in the making. <laughs> two years to get you your first year, but we made it happen. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, as, as the mentor from that perspective – or the guide, or the parent, or whatever you want to call it, label it. Um, you know, you'll, as a hunter, I can ask 50 hunters in a row, uh, do you remember uh, your first deer, if they're, you know, deer hunters? Absolutely. Do you remember your seventh deer? Uh, maybe not. Right. But no one forgets their first deer. And so I'm a part of that memory for you for life. Right. You know, and I've had the privilege to be a part of that special mem- core memory for a lot of people mm-hmm. over my lifetime. And that is, yeah, that is a, a privilege right. and it's an honor to get to be a part of somebody's, a, a part of a core life memory that they're never going to forget. Right. I think that's um, something we share in common, which is probably why we get along so well, is that um, I, th- I feel like we're both giving people. Um, it brings us joy to give back to people in all sorts of ways, right? But um, I've found that in myself, even with sharing 
the the meat that I get to harvest, right? Yeah. And I've had um, actually some uh, old neighbors that moved from California uh, right across the street from me. We got <laughs> to talking, and my thing is food. I love food, right? Yeah. Um, so I was like, do you, do you guys like food? Like, <laughs> and that question is very open-ended, right? <laughs> yeah, I and eat about it, oh, every day. Yeah, what I mean by that is, are you making TV dinners, or do you <laughs> actually like to go and find, like, good places to eat? Do you like to cook yourself? You know, stuff like that. Um, and a lot of the time, you know, obviously people love good food. And so that's something for me to open up to them. You know, I've had the opportunity to share deer roast with people that have never had deer before, you know. And I give them a whole frozen deer roast. And I say, do not be afraid of this. <laughs> cook it like you think it should be cooked. Yeah. You know, cook it like a roast and see how it turns out. And if you mess it up. I've, I've got another one for you, yeah. you know, and then maybe yeah. I'll, I'll give you some tips. You tell me how it turned out, you yeah. know, and I've had the opportunity to share, honestly, um, a lot of deer heart tacos with a whole oh, yeah. group of people. And they're, they're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe how good that is. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it looks weird when you're cooking <laughs> right. it and, t- and, ter- and uh, you know, processing that heart, but it tastes really good. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I think that's the thing that I've shared the most. And, you know, those people from California, they came back and um, came back to me and were like, honestly, like, would you be available to, like, help me hunt? Like, would yeah. that be a thing you could show me how to do? And oh, I, wow. I was like, I think I can figure that out. You know, that's I, great. you know, and this is at a time where I don't have a, a property um, to, to hunt at myself, but I want to share that experience. I want people to be able to, you know, experience the outdoors because not only does it bring so much peace to people, but it also provides food for them. Sure. And that's what I'm really about, you know. Well, that makes me really proud of you because just to be honest, I, that escalated pretty quickly for you. Yeah. I feel like I'm on the fast track. And (laughs) I, I will, I will be the first to admit there were, uh, there was a, period of my life after I started deer hunting and I had a place to go that um, I wasn't open to sharing it as much. And uh, I, I, I was, I guess, selfish with that because I didn't have many deer or any deer under my belt yet. And um, deer, when I started hunting in Oklahoma, were harder to come by, <laughs> you know, they yeah. weren't near as plentiful as they right. are today. And so I was a little more selfish and stingy with those opportunities and not as, as willing, uh, readily willing to, to just look for people that I could take. And it, it took me a while. Yeah. Uh, so literally you're going into your third season of deer hunting and you've already, you know, started to open that door to you know, share it with somebody else. Right. That's, that's pretty quick. I feel like part of that too is, you know, as hunters, if you start young, well, you mature as you hunt. Right. Right. And so, but I got into it technically late. Yeah. Was 20, so you were already yeah. mature. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I was more <laughs> mature than I guess um, most. <laughs> yeah. But um, I kind of feel like I have some catching up to do, I guess. Well, th- I have no doubt you'll get there. Uh, you're on the fast track, you know, and those, I think what you, what you'll discover when you're sitting next to that first person that gets a whatever, 
a goose or a deer or right. whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you you know in your mind that you it, that experience for that person would not have been possible without your help. What you may not have called that turkey in. You may have just provided the opportunity for the person to be there at the right place at the right time. But right. whatever it is, you'll find that um, those become more precious trophies than maybe even the ones on the wall. Mm-hmm. I've got, I've been blessed to have a, you know, a, a room full of, of trophies. And um, I, I look back on those, you know, every day and I'm reminded of the place and where I was and who I was with and, and some of the circumstances. But when I, when I'm driving down the road and I'm just getting really existential, you know, and, and lost in my thoughts, the things that are way more special are the people's faces that come to mind that, right. yeah. that I help to make it possible for them to, to experience that. Yeah, for sure. Those are my trophies. I agree. Yeah, it, make, it brings a lot of joy to my heart, too. Yeah. I will say the one time, let's see, I've had one experience so far with a first-timer, and I was actually at my bachelor party <laughs> in 2021. My friends put together a um, striper fishing trip at Lake Texoma. Yeah. And um, one of my good friends from college was in my wedding party, and he had never caught a fish before. Really? Yeah. In college. Which, yep. And, um, I mean, w- at this point, we were, I think, two years out of college. He was probably four years out of college at this point. Wow. You know, pilot, super smart guy, and uh, <laughs> came on this fishing trip, and he was the very first person to catch a fish, and he was so happy, and honestly, I was like, we can be done. Like, we, <laughs> right. we don't have to catch any more fish or any any fish at all. Like, I, I am fulfilled. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm out here with my friends. My One of my best friends just caught his very first fish. I get to see the joy in his face and how excited he is. If I don't catch a fish today, that I'm fine. Well, there you go. You get so, it. Yeah, you I'm addicted. I'm addicted yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So when it comes to deer hunting, it, I mean, that's kind of, you know, uh, top of mind right now because it's uh, mid-September and yeah, in I Oklahoma. Will, I will say this is probably the best day to film this podcast out, outside like oh, in yeah. the recent weeks because yeah. it's, what, 75 degrees right now? And, possibly zero humidity right. or something i don't yeah. it's weird feeling it <laughs> for weird. oklahoma it feels, it's perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's it perfect. is <laughs> i mean but uh our seasonal kickoff with archery october one mm-hmm. and i know that you've been doing some things i've been right. doing some things yeah. to get ready um and uh can you feel it do you feel the anticipation oh, yeah. building for sure and i keep i mean it's like an addiction looking at the at the game camera, especially if you have a <laughs> cell camera, like oh yeah, I'm always on there. It was like 12 o'clock at night last night. I'm in <laughs> bed. Yeah, the dogs wake me up to go outside. I let them out. I get back in bed. I'm not <laughs> supposed to do this, but I look at my phone. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, there, there it is. There's some animals. So that's awesome. <laughs> but I yeah, know. I definitely feel that I'm ready. And I know that you said that you kind of felt like you got a late start to set up your lease this season. Yeah, I. I have had a late start, um, and it was unseasonably hot for Oklahoma in August and uh, early September, like you said, 100, yeah. 105, 108, and um, 
I've been building a brand, uh, yeah, a brand new deer blind. It's right. actually right behind, it's right us, behind us in, <laughs> in my backyard still right yeah. here. But I've, I found on Marketplace, and I am a Marketplace junkie, but I found on Marketplace an unfinished um, sheet metal blind, that, you know, no windows, no door, just the frame and the sheet metal, essentially. And um, uh, I thought, okay, this is a, and it was super cheap, really cheap. I couldn't buy the materials for right. what they were selling it for. And so um, I thought, this is my chance to do something that I've been wanting to do for a while. I have an old uh, five by eight utility trailer that my dad and I got together uh, probably close to 25 years ago or so. And I have other trailers that are a little bit bigger and, and more practical for what I need. And so this five by eight was just extra. And I have had a dream of mounting a blind on top or building one on top of that trailer. And so here was a ready-made, you know, it wasn't, you know, out the door finished, but it was a good head start on a blind. Right. And so uh, bought it and my lease buddies and I, we started uh, devising a plan how to mount it on top of this trailer. And um, just like anything, I'm thinking ahead of time, oh, the tr the blind was cheap on Marketplace. I already have the trailer. This will be super cheap. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've like quadrupled the cost of the right. of the original cost of the blind already. Yeah. Yep. But um, it's it's so close. I can taste it. Yeah. I, it looks good. I, it's mounted on the trailer permanent. I put RV jack stands under the corners of the trailer. I built a staircase, you know, steps that'll are detachable so that when we move it, you just take the steps off. Right. Uh, and then I've painted it and carpeted it and put insulation, foam board insulation on the inside, uh, a shelf all the way around. And my last thing is that I'm putting in plexiglass sliding windows. Mm -hmm. And so um, uh, another friend and I got started on it last weekend. And then we broke his router bit. Oh. <laughs> and so we had, it kind of screeched to a halt and uh, we'll finish it up hopefully this next week. And cool. uh, yeah, it's, it, it's kind of like every year I kind of kick it up a notch, right? you know, with, with what I've, with, with my, with my spots or my efforts, right. you know, at least my efforts. Uh, and where I want to put this blind is, I mean, just, stupid ludicrous because it i am having to like cut uh, carve out a hole in the vietnam jungle practically <laughs> to put this blind on the, that's attached to this trailer i'm having to chainsaw down trees i it's so remote that i'm having to take a push lawnmower up there yeah you know and push mow an area that's you know native northern oklahoma tall grass prairie yeah. kind of stuff that's such a first world problem yeah i can't yeah. take my riding lawn yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, i've i'm going to put a, a feeder there and um i've spent two saturdays up there just by myself clearing the spot and prepping it still a little bit more to do and we're looking at you know two weeks and right. the season and so yeah it's crazy i think like on it's uh yeah two weeks yeah jeez yeah. <laughs> I've got just like you I've got my 
cameras out on other spots and I'm seeing deer every day and man that is you know like you said it's just so addictive right uh, and I don't have any giant ones on there but I it's still satisfying to know that kind of like if you build it they will come mm-hmm. I mean I've gone to all this effort on these other spots I've mowed them I've got a feeder going I have built uh box blinds at those spots and and i've got deer yeah it's like you did all that effort and whew, they found it right. there's always that sinking <laughs> feeling in the pit of your stomach that oh man i hope they find it right what's <laughs> uh i know that I, I think that's the uh bobcat spot right is that what you it's called, called bobcat before? corner bobcat yeah. corner right yeah. what what's the name for your blind well, since it's on a trailer and it was just off a marketplace, I've called it the trailer trash. Yes, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. When you, <laughs> as soon as you said, "Well, since it's on a trailer," I was like, "Trailer trash." Yeah, trailer <laughs> trash. Good. <laughs> well, it does not look like trailer trash. It looks really good so far. Well, so. I'm I'm hoping because I've got two mm-hmm. special hunters. Like like you have you have flown the nest, and oh, I'm an yeah. empty nester. Empty nester now. And so I had to find somebody else. Yeah. I've got two this year. Yeah. Uh, and one is another coworker of ours okay. that I am so excited about because, well, for one, I feel a little ashamed that I never thought to ask him mm-hmm. before. And his his name is Charles. And um, oh, Charles from IT. Yes. Wow. Really. Yes. That's cool. Charles from IT. Wow. Who happens to just uh, be deaf since birth. And since I'm kind of shaped like a pretzel, it's kind of a joke. I can't, you know, I can't really communicate with him as well as some others in the office. Right. Uh, and he he reads lips good, that kind of thing. But we have never really just bonded and clicked, mm-hmm. even though he's been there like five years longer than me. Right. And he's getting ready to retire as well. And he he sent me an email about a month ago. You don't know this story? No. Oh. No. Well, he sent me an email and said, I love watching you on the show, and it reminds me, uh, you remind me of my favorite uh, scripture verse from the Bible that I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me, you know, and he said, you just seem to always find a way, you know, that, and I'm I'm just, just wanted to let you know that, and man, I was just blown away by that, you know, and so we instantly clicked. I replied yeah. back, you know, thanks. And we started this email conversation, and it led up to, um, <clears throat> he said that he and a buddy have, have never been hunting, but um, thought they might try to give it a try this year. Wow. And he was just making small talk at mm-hmm. this point. He wasn't fishing, you know, right. for an invite, yeah. unlike some people. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been hunting before. Yeah. Gee, I wish I had a place to go. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a great place with the yeah. Taj Mahal. <laughs> well, so, I mean, uh, just when he said that, it just it just was so natural. It just felt like the right thing. And I said, well, dang, I'll take you. Right. Uh, we could make this work somehow. Yeah, I'm shaped like a pretzel and got the <laughs> stability of a weeble wobble, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and, and, you know, you've we've got some communication hurdles to overcome right <laughs> you know but somehow we can make this work mm-hmm. and so yeah i i asked another one of the co-workers who's uh we share an office with is another one of the uh, producers of 
television show, Outdoor Oklahoma, uh, Darren, I said, hey, would you be interested if, uh, before I offer this, would you be interested in filming this? Yeah. And he said, absolutely. That's awesome. So I pitched it to Charles in an email right then and said, hey, how would, you know, not only would I love to take you, but would you be open to us filming it? Mm -hmm. And you could almost see, you could read the tears in the email. He was so excited that's great and he said he'd been here at the oklahoma department of wildlife for 34 years i think or 35 and he says and no one's ever approached me about ever being on the show and man that kind of cut like a knife you know (laughs) made me feel a little guilty because i'm a show guy for so long yeah (laughs) i've been doing that for 28 years you know and it never he was right there under my nose the whole time. Literally. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally one floor below right. straight yeah. down. <laughs> and I, I never, I never thought of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I do feel a little, um, maybe ashamed of that or a little right. guilty that it didn't dawn on me or occur to me to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has, I've been thinking about this a lot leading up to this hunt that we're going to do. And I'm thinking, you know, it's when it comes to there just really is no excuse. If you are a hunter and you have opportunities to share, there is someone right under your nose that would love to be asked. Right. Uh, in fact, we know from studies, you know, from that involve our our careers that um, that the number one thing folks that are interested in hunting their number one hurdle is they're waiting to be asked. They want to right. be asked. And then there's hunters like me that have opportunities, and I'm thinking, well, I'm not verbalizing this, but I'm saying, well, if somebody wants to go, they know I hunt. They know I take yeah, people. They They'll ask, ask me. me. They could yeah. just ask me. Yep. So here we are at this stalemate. Oh, you could just ask me. And then they're saying, I wish somebody would just ask me. Right. You know? And and here's a live example of, of mm-hmm. that right here. And it's usually people that you'd never think, you know, we, we right. always think about, oh, well, the little kid wants yeah. to go and experience what it's like to hunt. Yeah. We never think about the guy that's been working at the desk next to us for yeah. 30, 30 something years, yeah. you know, like literally 30 years. Like yeah. You never think about that, but <laughs> it, here it is. And here's the opportunity. So I don't know <laughs> what we're going to do. We, you know, I wanted, I want to do the hunt in the trailer trash blind. Yeah, I assume there's going to be a lot of uh, tapping and pointing. Yeah, <laughs> which is going to be weird because I kind of right. point with my elbow. Yeah, with your elbow. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, look at that. Yeah. Like, what do I look where? at? Yeah. Do I look where the thumb's pointing, where the finger's pointing, or the elbow exactly. pointing? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, so I think that maybe what I'll have to do, we'll, we'll probably do some test runs, and I just need to ask him too. Right. Um, but we might take my my iPad. Yeah. And I can whisper into voice text, mm-hmm. you know, in notes or whatever on the iPad, and then he can just type right back real quick, right. possibly, or he may have a better solution. <coughs> but uh, there's going to have to be some communication. Right. You know, because he's never been. If he was a seasoned hunter and I was just providing the place, there would have to be less communication, Mm -hmm. you know. But I may have to, I don't know, never been in blind with him and never uh, watched him handle a gun or anything. I 
Um, it may be a lot of, you know, right. babysitting, you know, or it might be nothing. In in that case, it is uh, it is almost like taking a, a child out. Charles is definitely not a child. But, right, no. Um, he's but, a grown man. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in his experiences and, and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, and it is, that's kind of a nerve-wracking part of being a mentor. You know, I go out and shoot with people um, recreationally, mm-hmm. and the first thing I always do, or if I'm on a photo shoot or something with um, for work, I'm always making sure that we go over the safety aspects of things <laughs> beforehand. Beforehand, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "Hey, uh, just to make sure, I trust you. Um, let's open up the bolt so I can see that there's yeah. no bullets in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it is nerve wracking to be in that position, but I, I think that he'll catch on quickly. Yeah. <laughs> The biggest problem we're going to have to overcome is that I'm a talker. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't just ramble. Right. All constantly right. to him. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's having to look at the iPad, you know, 45 seconds out of every minute that we're in there, I'm cheating him out of the experience, you right. know. Uh, so, I'm going to yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a little bit of a restraint for me mm-hmm. <laughs> to hold I'm myself I'm sure you'll back. catch yourself. You'll probably talk to him yeah. and then be like, "Ah, oh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, eventually you'll get it. Yeah, or maybe you won't. Maybe you'll just be talking to Charles and realize that. Oh, eh, well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll figure it out. But yeah. I'm excited That's for really Charles. Awesome. And yeah. then there's another young lady that um, is about. I think she's about 25. She's the daughter of a friend of a friend. I've never even met her. Yeah. And the guy, we were at a car show here recently, and uh, I was with my friend Chuck, and then Chuck. His buddy also showed up, and I had not met his buddy. I'd heard stories about him, and we were just visiting, and he was talking about how his adult daughter was uh, really pressuring him, you know, this year I want to go deer hunting. She's never been, and he's, he's like, hey, since I got a captive audience right here at this car show, Todd, got any tips or advice of where to go or whatever? He said, She's going to be teaching me, too, because I don't know anything. <laughs> and, man, I just, once again, it just felt, felt so natural. And right. I just blurted out, well, why don't I take her? I'd love to do that. And uh, and so we're going to do it. We've been texting back and forth and uh, trying. We've never even met yet. Uh, but um, she has a longbow. I'm not sure if it's a longbow or a recurve, but okay. it's traditional archery. And uh, she has actually shot rabbits oh. and squirrels. Uh, they live on a little bit of an acreage, and, and she's hunted them around the house. But she desperately wants to deer hunt. And right. She's never been. She wants to use her traditional archery, mm-hmm. which means she can't be in the trailer trash blind and right. shoot a longbow. It's too, you know, enclosed. So uh, I'll probably I'll have to put her in a tree stand by herself. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that's that's kind of like a you know a parent sending their kid out right after they get their driver's <laughs> license you know to the yeah. grocery store for the first time. Right. It's gonna be a little nerve wracking, but I did that with you. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, we set up a tree stand and then you know I dropped you off and right. It's kind of like I watched you get on the bus on your first day of school and <laughs> leave. Is like oh, I hope he enjoys it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was fun. <laughs> and you got a deer. Yeah, I did get a deer. And it came right to you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Do you oh, think, that was awesome. Do you think that you spend more time hunting in a season or doing mentor hunts than you actually spend hunting for yourself? Uh, no, actually, I I got to be honest and say I spend a lot of time hunting. Right. Uh, and uh, uh, by myself mm-hmm. or for myself. Um, however, did I shoot a deer last year? No. And in, I don't remember, I forgot to log in exactly how many days I hunted. The season in Oklahoma is three and a half months long. And I know that I camped out at my least 30 nights. Mm -hmm. And I want to beat that this year. I want to say that I camped the equivalent of a full month. Right. One third of deer season. Yep. Um, and so... Uh, you know, most of those hunts, I was by myself, and I saw deer probably every single time. I bet you I went on 60 individual hunts, you know, uh, throughout the season, and only, um, gosh, just a very small handful with somebody to mm-hmm. take them. Uh, and so, you know, this that's... Um, I do hunt by myself a lot, and I, I thoroughly enjoy that. But I just as it's like picking your favorite child or the one you love most. Right. I, I <laughs> equally love taking someone else out, and when I know that I've got somebody to take out, like Charles or Smokey or my daughter Emily or whatever, um, I don't want to shoot a deer because I want to save it up. It's almost like I'm just scouting for them yeah. for their hunt. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I just, I, I have deer in and get to see deer nearly every single hunt. And I try not to take that for granted because there were a lot of my earlier years, probably the first half of my hunting career, where that was never the case. It, I might go the whole, nine, back then in gun season was nine days. I might go the whole nine days and never even see a deer. Wow. Uh, and uh, it's amazing that, you know, I stayed motivated to continue to want to do it, you know, yep. after years of, of not getting one and then seeing so very few anytime I did go um, that, yeah, I try not to take it for granted how plentiful deer are mm-hmm. now and how great we have it in Oklahoma uh, right now. But, uh, yeah, I I thoroughly love going by myself and – I thoroughly love taking new people out. Right. I think it's interesting because obviously I'm a newer hunter, but I'm on the other end of the spectrum of of my journey, right? Because I just got my first property, or it's it's my friend's um, property that they're allowing me to hunt on, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, But, I mean, it's my first experience setting up a property. You know, and trying to figure out, like, okay, where do I put put the feeder? Where do I put the camera? Where do I put the stand? You know, things like that. And um, you're on your um, trailer trash blind (laughs) building, and you're in that new experience. And then I'm in the new experience of, well, I have to go to Bass Pro Shop and get a a ladder stand and put it together. (laughs) And that's my first one, you know. And uh, it's interesting. To, I don't know if you, I'm sorry, guys. We there's an airplane. This above segment us. brought to you by Southwest Airlines. Actually, brought to you by 
What is that? I don't know. It looks huge. It looks like an Air Force plane, but uh, <laughs> brought to you by the United States Air Force. <laughs> be uh, all you can. No, that's the Army. Be all you can be. <laughs> yeah, that's their slogan. I thought it was Army of One. Well, that was the slogan when I was being <laughs> recruited. I think they have a new, uh, yeah. a new slogan. Um, <laughs> anyways. Uh, where was I? Ladder stand. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm in a, in that experience of setting up this whole new um, property to me, and it is interesting. I yeah. mean, I didn't even see a deer on the property. I'd been there in the early morning. I'd been there in the evening. I've been there in the <laughs> middle of the day. The thing I did see were turkeys yeah. every time. Every Which time I'm, I'm there, I see of. turkey. Yeah, and um, it's awesome. You know, I see deer now, but I had to have you come out and and just – put my mind at ease of like is this actually where i want my my little hunting spot to be yeah or do i need to move it across the property somewhere somewhere else you know and uh lo and behold i i did pretty good yeah (laughs) you did great we we got your camera set up that day and uh literally that afternoon right you got your first picture of yeah and i was um, previous to you coming out, I did put the camera out and the feeder and, um, yeah, I knew this was going to happen, but the, <laughs> they have cows um, yeah. on the property and horses and, um, yeah, they definitely got to my feeder <laughs> and I knew I, I'm an idiot. I knew I shouldn't have put it out there before they moved them before they moved the livestock, but yeah. I did. And uh, <laughs> they broke my feeder, so I had to super glue it together. <laughs> and um, yeah, but it's fine. Everything's fine. I learned. I learned my lesson. They're gonna move the the horses and the cattle. So. Well, in fact, even that day, we we brought your your feeder tripod feeder home, but we right. set the camera up, and you mm-hmm. got tur- deer on yep. camera that day. Deer and turkey. And there was no yeah. feeder there, so yeah. obviously, it's it, you're gonna have a great season. Yep. Yeah, I remember driving out there. You said, "I just, I mean, I'm not trying to set my goals too high and all that. I just want to, I would love to just get a deer on camera." Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy to see something. And we saw that <laughs> you got that your first picture in six right. hours after right. you left. Yep. Which yeah. is interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's awesome to see just nature happen, you know, and get to time. Okay, how far after we leave is another animal coming in? You know, right. It's usually done the math. It's usually about a 40 minute cycle. Yeah. And even with different species, you know, we'll have raccoons there. And then 40 minutes later, some deer will show up um, <laughs> 40 minutes after the, the deer leave. There's like a skunk <laughs> um, 40 minutes after that. There's a coyote. Yeah. Coyote. Sorry. Coyote, sorry, please. everybody. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah. I'm going to break you at that. I know. I, I think about it every time I say it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then we have turkeys every morning and every afternoon. Man. Sometimes in the middle of the day. You're in – you've got a great, sweet little spot right there. Yeah, I'm blessed for sure. And uh, it's – I have no doubt that you're going to have some exciting experiences, whether or not you, you know, sling an arrow or pull the trigger or whatever. I, right. I feel like you're going to get to see some – phenomenal things this year Mm -hmm. every time i'm out hunting i have an experience that is memorable last year i mean with my first archery um doe Mm -hmm. on your property you know i watched probably like 50 cardinals surround me yeah and it was awesome 
you know, and I had that experience. And then uh, uh, I believe it was a hawk came down, took one of those cardinals out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I got to see that right in front of me, you know. And there's cardinals all around me, like less than a foot away. Yeah. Like above my head and stuff. That's awesome. And then I heard a bunch of rustling, and it was a ton of quail. I counted 20, around 24 that just walked in front of me. Yeah. That doesn't even count the ones that were still in the creek behind me. <laughs> like, it's amazing. I mean, we've had experiences together with the skunk. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, the skunk in the yeah. yeah. Oh man, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen a bob, a young bobcat, and uh, and a fawn um, chase after each other. That was yeah. a cool experience. I mean, this segment brought to you by Oklahoma City Police Department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are outside. Or there. no, that's that's fire truck. Yeah, <laughs> we are outside. Um, we are in the wilderness of yeah. the Oklahoma City limits. Yeah. And there's a campfire behind us. Way out in the middle of nowhere at my secret log cabin on my, you know, secret hunting spot. Right. That's so <laughs> that's so funny. People are gonna be like, he's tricked me for these twenty years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, sorry. Uh this is that's my lawnmower shed in the yeah. middle of Oklahoma City. Right. So we I'm are, just gonna come clean. We're gonna be very transparent. <laughs> We're not in the wilderness. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there. if you if you look at it in that way, you'll never be disappointed. Right. Uh, you know, and I know that I know, I've been this way, and I, I talk to hunters all the time that get so discouraged because they didn't see the big shooter buck that they've been wanting. Well, did you see anything else? Yeah, I saw like 15 other little deer, you know. You saw 15 deer? Oh, right. yeah, somewhere right under the stand. <clears throat> but that big bug didn't show up. Man, you're setting the bar too high, and you're setting right. yourself up for, you know, failure. Like, But if you really, like, think about that experience, think about when you get to sit in the wilderness and watch nature happen, mm. that's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing because it it just happens without they don't even know that you're there it happens without you they're going to do that no matter if you're there if you're there or not it's it's like uh, there's very few other types of people other than hunters that get to watch nature happen as it would normally do right hikers are out and about you know all the time farmers you know ranchers other folks that are outside a bunch but you're seeing nature react to you, right? You know the squirrel that's going bonkers, or you know, or the deer scampering off, or whatever. It's reacting to you. When you get to see it do its just its thing, mm -hmm. there's a there's very few other categories of people that get to witness that other than hunters. Right. Um, I was listening to a podcast yesterday actually, and uh, they mentioned, <laughs> you know, who never sees Bigfoot. Hunters, the people that spend the most time in the wilderness. Being completely still, yep. <laughs> playing the wind, right. you know, concentrating. Be being as stealthy as possible. Yeah. I'm, I'm not denying that Bigfoot <laughs> may be real, but hunters never see Bigfoot. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And all the millions of trail cameras out there right. now. Yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot knows where your trail cameras are. I guess so. Yeah. He's a smart guy. Or <laughs> smart, smart things. <laughs> yeah. Smart, you know, whatever gender they prefer. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
align with. Don't get us canceled. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I did not just go there. It's okay. Yeah. They're probably not. They're probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Bigfoot? Yeah. Uh, well, or the people the that people are, are going <laughs> to try to be offended. Us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. I probably just got us canceled. There we go. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Campfire Chronicles, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so, yeah, I, I'm really, really looking forward to this season. I'm not setting the bar high. I'm just kind of go into it every year that way where I'm just going to See what happens. Yeah, I, I have a weird mindset, I feel like, about this. Because I consider a, a buck, like a big buck, kind of just like a bonus. Yeah. Like, I'm not going, I'm my wish is not necessarily to see a big buck. It'd be cool. Yeah. Yes. I'm not denying it would be cool. Right. I've seen a big buck in person, you know. I grew up with big bucks in person. Yeah. I'm not denying that it'd be cool. <laughs> but in my mind, because I, my specifics are i would love to put some meat in my freezer yeah you know that's my specific can i shoot a doe you know that's awesome can i be successful there yeah. will i have the opportunity to shoot a bonus buck maybe is that my goal no and it sets me up for success because i'm not going to be you know crying about not seeing the shooter buck yeah yeah I, I don't really know that I even have a goal this year. Yeah. <laughs> just be out there. Maybe well, that's your goal the safest be, yeah. thing that ever. That is the safest thing, yeah. Your goal <laughs> but, is to be out there for a month. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's your goal. And so, you know, having taught hunter education classes, literally hundreds and hundreds of hunter education classes to date, you know, we one of the things in there is the five steps of a hunter or the five mm-hmm. stages of a hunter and right. the last stage is the sportsman stage yeah. you know where you're you're hunting the experience you know and just the time spent outdoors or with the people that are you're sharing it with and i'll admit that seems kind of hokey when you're teaching that in a class to a bunch of you know 13 year old you know kids that, right um you know that and and they think yeah, that's dumb. That's just a defeatist attitude. That's somebody that doesn't really have an actual <laughs> goal or something. But I I can say I'm probably there. Yeah. I mean, I teeter back and forth between the trophy stage because, man, if I get one on camera or something or see one, I, become, I get yeah. blindsiders, <laughs> yep. you know, and I'm like zeroed in and yep. focused and let's make this happen. And this is this just kicked up a notch this year. But right. um I've only had that happen a couple times ever mm-hmm. in my hunting career where I had a legit actual target buck that I was after. Right. A- and um, and a couple of them were on my wall. They were awesome experiences. But um, I really, yeah, that w- spending a total of equivalent of a month out there, um, that means that all that means is I'm going to spend a lot of time right out there that doesn't mean that i'm gonna uh get a lot of deer see a giant one you know or anything of that it just means that i'm gonna spend time and that's what's probably most important to me yeah that's good i'm kind of the opposite (laughs) you want it done i'd like to get my deer on the first trip if i could shoot three deer at one time like that'd be great (laughs) (laughs) i love being out there i do and i've spent a decent amount of money like trying to get out there but um i also love spending time with my friends and, and uh 
with my wife and yeah. my dogs. So you're saying essentially I don't have a life. Basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will admit that. <laughs> no, I mean it's no, just what a you lot of people that do what that, you though. prioritize, yeah. and that's important to me. Yeah, my so. cousin, um, he spends a decent amount of time hunting, and his wife is n- um, not a hunter. She's a vet, actually, and she goes out and they put two stands on the tree, and she reads a book, ah. and he hunts. Well, cool. So, yeah, I've seen the pictures. Does it's he funny. make her do the necropsy of the? I don't know if she <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Check it for EWD yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Blue dung. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I um. My wife's not doing that. She's not doing and that. Absolutely well, not. What a party pooper. Well, she's the one that told me to Hannah. buy a bow. Well, that's true. You know that? Yeah. 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 I I was so I was flabbergasted. <laughs> Why would you tell me that? You know I'm going to spend money. It's essentially <laughs> like telling a guy, you have my permission to have an affair. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what? Are you serious? Uh, yeah. You, really? <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, she wasn't very happy when she found out how much I spent on my, like, Matthews VX, V3X. She's like, so, like dang, <laughs> I should have put a price cap on that. Right. Yeah, she's put like, some conditions I thought you'd on be it. reasonable. I'm like, you know me. I'm not going to be reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. The best of the best. Yeah, you're married to me. You should know. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault you told me to get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I can't be to blame here. Yeah, at least I've shot. I am who one, I am. Yeah, I've shot one deer with it. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. It'll probably force me to go out and shoot more deer, though. So far, that's been the absolute most expensive meat on the planet yeah. <laughs> that you could ever yeah, buy. Yeah, seriously. By ounce or pound. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. It, it was a very expensive deer. <laughs> but it'll go down mm-hmm. average yeah. cost per pound. And then we'll in four down. years, I'll buy a new bow, and then it'll be back. <laughs> yeah, go spike yeah. back yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've done like an Almost an hour. Good grief. Yeah. It went by pretty quick. Well, I am I'm excited for this. I don't know where Campfire Chronicles is gonna go. Uh yeah. you know, it's kind of fun. You know, my daughter Emily is the one of all people that picked this name out. You right. and I yeah. kind of fussed over it and mulled over, you know, delaying it really because we just couldn't come up with a name. Mm-hmm. I even asked artificial intelligence. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, and and uh, we were trying to figure out something that would allow us to talk about anything from our faith to hunting to fishing to our careers to the fact that I'm shaped like a pretzel right. to, you I'm know. shaped like a giant ball. <laughs> <laughs> to, you know, our ethnicity differences right. to anything. Yeah. And when we thought about campfires and what kind of conversations happen around a campfire, Anything. Right. Genuine. Literal, genuine, anything anything goes around a campfire. There's no subjects that are off limits. Mm -hmm. And so it just seemed like a natural fit. And then I kind of told Emily, you know, we like the idea of a campfire. And then, boop, she just popped off. Well, how about Campfire Chronicles? Yeah. Like it was just that easy. (laughs) Oh, duh. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. Yep. And now we are... Sitting in your backyard where she grew up. Yeah. Where she put arrows through your garage. Oh, yeah. You see those yeah. holes there? That's yeah. from her shooting a bow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right into the side of the garage. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Full circle. Yeah. I'm glad we have the opportunity to do this and 
have conversations not just between each other but with others as well and yeah. uh, bring bring people in and just have a good conversation i'm looking forward to it yeah me too that was great i don't even know how to end it is until it? next time <laughs> this has been the campfire chronicles <laughs> <Outdoor Oklahoma. laughs> where adventure awaits you <laughs> cool thanks todd you bet thanks Smokey. <laughs>